live. All right, guys, welcome to Across the Board. This week, we're going to be talking a little bit about some of the perils of snowstorms and stuff like that, since we already got one. So I'm your host, Coach Brendan. I'm joined by my co-host this week, Coach Elise. And that's that. What do you got for me this week? Uh, so because we have the snow coming in and already it, by the way yep looks like it's going to be a decent winter so biggest problem that we have as especially new englanders is when all of this dumps uh you know you got to do all the winter activities you got to shovel the snow and get your car out and uh so specifically i would like to go over how to prevent these injuries while you're going through winter work because you can't go to the gym if you get messed up Try to shovel yourself out of a jam. Big time health risks that come with shoveling snow. And in fact, I want to talk about the biggest one that I see, especially living up here. I grew up uh, being in, in southeastern Massachusetts. We're we're kind of close to the coast, so it gets a little bit warmer. So we get much heavier snow than a lot of other areas. So we get what's called heart attack snow. So before we even get into injuries, let's talk about the fact that this stuff actually kills people year after year, and I've seen it happen growing up around here. So, it's crazy. So what specifically makes heart attack snow heart attack snow? Heart attack snow is heart attack snow because it is heavy. You can't just move it like easily. Like You get light, fluffy snow for the most part. You can just sort of walk with a shovel and push it off. It doesn't really get your heart rate up very much, especially if it's only four, six inches of it not really that crazy to move around heart attack snow even if you only got three or four inches you have to scoop pick it up and throw it every single step and if you're pushing it with a shovel it's like doing a max effort sled push after a couple of feet so your heart rate gets jacked through the roof now imagine being somebody who lives a relatively sedentary lifestyle eats nothing but mcdonald's all the time and does not really do a whole lot for their heart health in general and probably isn't going to the gym and training the cardiovascular system they're already at high risk of a heart attack just by doing day-to-day -day activities. Now you add in something very strenuous like that, and year after year you go a full summer, again, eating lobster sandwiches and hot dogs and barbecue, another summer without working out and everything, and you get down to that next winter, this stuff continues to accumulate. And that's why in people's 30s, 40s, 50s, they start to see more heart risk, or more heart failure, more stroke, more things like that. Well, if you keep adding in these unhealthy lifestyles throughout your life, and then all of a sudden one year, boom, we get that heavy snowstorm, that could be it. It could snow be Christmas. Again. Yeah, it could be snowmageddon on Christmas morning and stuff, and you're out there and, and you know giving your family the worst Christmas present because your heart explodes because you're trying to shovel some heavy snow. And it is a workout, guys. When you lift and throw, lift and throw, lift and throw, your heart rate is going to come up. Like you, You're using muscles just because you're not in the gym pumping iron. It's sort of the same thing as doing a bunch of deadlifts. You're just picking it up, throwing it over the shoulder, or a bunch of snatches. So if you're not conditioned for that sort of work, you're you're asking for some real trouble right there. So that's sort of my, my first one I want to dive into. Got to work on your conditioning. Get your heart rate prepared for the winter before the winter comes, especially if you live around here. You know it's coming. Like last year we had an easy winter, Absolutely. but at least you've been up here now for, what, eight years? Oh, and of yeah. those eight years... How many years have you seen a winter like last year? Uh, maybe one other time. One, one, the last year, and then maybe one other one was a little light, but even there, we still get some nasty snowstorm. So, you know what's coming, do the right thing, start preparing for it. So, not only do you have the increase in heart issues, and be, because people are relatively sedentary and then go to lift all this snow, but even for those of us like myself, 
going out to shovel all that snow every time a snowstorm happens. Um, back problems tend to pop up a lot. We, not only myself, but other athletes have, you know, gone and by the time they're done shoveling themselves out, their back is so lit up that they can't come into the gym. So how do we avoid that? So you'll see in, in my gym, we have sort of specific protocols that help athletes uh, prepare for, for sort of these situations. And I'm going to talk about that in a second. But the biggest thing I can recommend is getting into some form of lower back endurance training. Uh, specifically, I, I like to utilize the kettlebell for that. Um, I think it's a great because it doesn't, it's not a full deadlift. It's really just kind of stabilizing the lower back if you're doing it right, training your hamstrings to work properly. There's a lot of translation to athleticism. It's a great fat burning tool as well. And it's a conditioning tool. So you're going to do a lot of reps. Your heart rate's going to come up. So as opposed to doing like one to three deadlifts, heart rate might not get that jack. You're not necessarily getting the same amount of cardio out of that movement. So I think the kettlebell is like the ultimate tool to train you for shoveling which is why we get into a lot more of them over the winter. But in general, in my gym, we do a lot of them anyways. They're programmed every single week, uh, regardless throughout the year. We have kettlebell swings, rowing is another one, and, um, and running. And through the winter, we just switch out running with jump rope because it's kind of crappy to run out in the snow and ice. Risky. So I think the kettlebell swing is a great way to go through that. Um, if you don't have a kettlebell, you can always swing dumbbells, uh, any sort of a, a swinging exercise. Um, but you want to use resistance. So like jumping, like doing plyometrics is a similar range of motion, but has different translation. Like you're not going to get the same sort of lower back, um, stability and the same sort of lower back endurance from doing a bunch of plyometrics, a bunch of box jumps or working on a trampoline. Specifically, you need something with some resistance. So doing like high rep power cleans, if you've got a barbell at home, or like I said, my favorite, the kettlebell. In the kettlebell swing, that's going to be probably your best bet to sort of get your back prepared for shoveling. Um, but obviously, the number one reason why people hurt themselves is crappy lifting technique. So, okay, don't so lift like crap. Doing a lot of that core exercise and making sure that you have proper lifting technique is fantastic for beforehand. Yeah. Uh, afterwards, personally, um, after I'm done shoveling snow, I really like to do a little bit of yoga. Uh, just a couple of simple moves that you can find on any website, a little yep. bit of, you know, a couple of sun salutations, especially uh, good forward fold, kind of a roll back and forth. Or yoga burpee. Or yoga burpee, definitely yoga burpee. Uh, is a really good way, especially if you're starting to feel a little lit up, um, to kind of get everything moving and not to just let it sit and just kind of compress in on itself in summers. Yep. That's a big one too. And you know what, guys, if you if you have the time, like I get it, if you're out shoveling before you go to work, maybe it's not the best time for it and everything, but if it's on a weekend or you have some delays or something like that and your kids do too, maybe take a break for a second from shoveling and being so serious and go just run around with your kids and roll them around in the snow. You'd be surprised once you start chasing your kid around how fast you seem to loosen up and become like a kid again. It's really cool. So that's just a simple way that you can kind of like just break up the monotony of shoveling, have some fun, deposit into your kid's emotional bank account a little bit. A little bit, a little bit of sledding, a little, little bit of building a snowman. Building a build snowman, build snowman, stuff like that. Don't <laughs> sing the song. Don't sing the song. Don't sing the song. Um, but yeah, those are other great ways. Uh, but getting back towards some things that kind of cause some of these injuries, some lifting technique. Um, so 
if you're lifting improperly too, like we went down like the kettlebell swing and stuff, it, again, it just like if you do kettlebell swings wrong, you're going to blow up your back. If you shovel snow wrong, you're going to blow up your back. But what I found from training people now over the course of however long I've been doing this now, I think it's been seven years since I've been injured, never mind any training I did of people before I got hurt. Um, what I found is that when athletes start to commit to this stuff, especially after they've been doing CrossFit for a year or two with good coaching and we're constantly on like their technique, when I see them move outside of the gym, they move a lot more similar to what we're training them to do in the gym. When we unlock these movement patterns for them that are more efficient, their body registers that and their brain registers that and they start to utilize that. And I can't tell you how many athletes I've had come into me and say, hey, I started last winter, the snow sucked, I went through your gym for the summer and everything, came back around. I don't mind shoveling snow this year. Like I feel like I'm doing it totally different. It feels easy. They are. Their butt's lower. Their chest is up taller. They're using efficient movement patterns. They're keeping their arms long when they pull and they're lifting with their legs and dragging it over instead of like scooping and tearing up their shoulders every time. There's a lot of things that come from just training these movement patterns regularly that translate into day-to-day -day life. And that's sort of the, the meat and potatoes of how CrossFit works, so you guys know. Uh, we do things that translate into day-to-day -day life constantly, and we don't specifically train those things, but by working on better movement patterns in the gym and sort of beating them in through our warm-ups and cool-downs and all the, the movements that we repeat here, they translate over. Our nervous system picks up that new movement pattern, and it will carry that through everything else you do in life. So really important to get into a functional training program that trains you properly and trains and prioritizes good movement patterns because that's going to be one of the easiest ways to alleviate risk of injury and blowing out your back. It's just moving better. And you can get that at a good gym that teaches you how to deadlift, teaches you how to kettlebell swing, teaches you how to clean, and throws in sleds and planks and things like that. Really important movements that a lot of CrossFit gyms forget about that are sort of staples here that have knock on wood kept our athletes really safe and healthy through a couple of winters now. So that's sort of some big ones too that I think movement quality is hugely important when it comes down to staying safe over the winter. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, that's all the questions that I have as far as that. Uh, if any of you guys have any questions about uh, avoiding injuries and being healthy as you guys go through um, your winter chores and things like that please let us know otherwise uh let's move on to some fun things you guys that oh yeah we have going on and fun things you can do around the southeastern massachusetts rhode island area yeah guys couple of quick announcements there's uh, uh so this weekend uh december 7th there is uh the christmas tree walk is starting out in slater park rhode island so guys go outside i can't it doesn't matter that it's winter you, if you've been watching this show long enough and you've heard any of my stuff or you've heard me on my personal page preaching about fitness and the importance of environmental exposure throughout the, the years and getting out in the elements, wildly important. It's good for you. In our nature, we're supposed to be out there. And something, again, where you get an opportunity to make like emotional deposits in your family's bank, uh, you know, emotional bank account, get out there with the family. It's going to be a beautiful walk, I'm sure. Uh, it is every year. It starts on what December seventh. December seventh. And how long does it go for? Is uh, it just like every weekend? A, yeah, it's uh, every weekend, uh, and it's a two to three mile walk. They decorate all of the trees, yep. different, uh, various different ways. You decorate Christmas trees. Right so now there's be, snow on them, so you know it's going to look pretty. Yeah, and you can go out, let your kids get all like magical and in the Christmas spirit, and okay. you get outside and walk around. 
which yep. is really good. Plus, you get to make memories with your families. And if you do it after a quick meal, you know, you get your little walk after and stuff, then you know that we're sort of increasing our insulin sensitivity and all those health benefits that come with walking after a meal and stuff. So it's going to be a really nice day or night if you go and knock that out. I think that's a nice, fun outdoor activity that's not strenuous, not hard on the body, but it's still exercise and getting you loose, right? Yeah, absolutely. What else uh, do we got? So on the 15th, which is uh, going to be next sun next Sunday. Ooh, what's happening there? Oh, so we are doing a charity event uh, for the Stay Safe Foundation. Okay. Uh, the workout is called Clovis. <laughs> are you so fucking kidding me? Clovis? I am not. Uh, there are different ways that you can help out uh, different charities in the way that we are encouraging our athletes to help with it. Uh, with the helpful donations of a few of our current athletes yep. is uh, we are going to be doing the workout Clovis. For every mile that you do in this workout, uh, $10 will be donated. Hold on. For every mile that you run. Yeah. Or row. We'll let people row. Yeah. Pull off a mile. You get ten, uh, $10 will be attributed mile. to the charity. And for every burpee pull-up you do, you get a dollar donated to the charity. Yep. Uh, so if you guys would like to learn more about the Stay Safe Foundation, go to staysafefoundation.org. Feel free to donate. It helps out veterans, police, fire, and military with yep. training and integration, dealing with things like PTSD. Yep. Uh, so definitely check out the website, donate. We have a, our own donation jar here. So if you don't, if you, for whatever reason, if you can't make it into the workout or uh, you just don't want to you can always make manual donations right up front we got a little fishbowl it's got stay safe foundation logo on there yep. uh so definitely either stop by or donate help help your soul this holiday season so you guys know yeah first off just doing something nice for somebody else makes you feel good about yourself science it's a fact they've proven it somehow science. i'm not a scientist i can't prove it but somebody smarter than me did with like brain scanners and stuff so makes you feel good about yourself and on top of that, it's fitness related. So what I recommend, even if you don't plan on it, if you look up this workout and you're like, oh my God, that's crazy. Cause I'm not going to tell you guys what it is. I, I know if I tell you on here, you're going to be like, I'm not doing that. They're also scaling. It's options. scalable. We have a number of athletes doing half of the workout. We have a number of people doing scaled versions of the burpee pull up. We have some people that are talking about rowing it instead of running. So there's ways that we can go about this to make it so that you can still get in there do a partial version of the workout, still donate to a good cause, and not have to beat yourself up for three hours running 10 miles and doing 150 burpee pull-ups. I mean, what? Sorry. It's not that. Okay. It's really easy. You don't have to. Just, you'll be fine. Just show up. Uh, other than that, uh, we also have an ugly sweater party for all for the gym members. Uh, it's on December 22nd, starting at 4 p.m. If you're already ugly, just wear a sweater. Uh, it's being put off at one of our longest running members' houses, uh, Mr. Brandon Burns. Yep. Uh, so if you're a member, you're absolutely invited to come. It's also going to coincide with a little bit of Patriots football. That's right. So uh, make sure you bring an app uh, and your best ugly sweater because we are going to have some fun with this. Elise is going to wear a uh, Steelers jersey as her ugly sweater. That just happened. I have camera. 
<laughs> She's gonna hit me I'm as soon as we're you. off this. Yeah. I'm gonna fight All right, you. and I think that's uh, what we got. Oh, we got some quick schedule changes, and then that's it, guys. Yep. So on December 24th, we'll be having a half day so that everybody can get changed and go out to their Christmas parties, family we'll be parties. We'll at No, we'll probably be at Agoros. Um, on December 25th, Merry Christmas. We are not going to be open. Uh, so for I'll the 24th, from Agoros. for the 24th, we'll probably be doing something like, I don't know, 12 days of Christmas. Uh, and then you guys get to spend, uh, all of Christmas with your families. And then on December 31st, we will also be having a half day. That way you guys have enough time after you get that workout going and that good burn, you guys can go home, uh, shit, shower, shave and get on out to your uh, New Year's Eve party so you guys can go get drunk and not feel bad about it. That being said, January 1st, calling everyone in my gym out. Last year I was all by my lonesome, all day. January 1st, we are open and I will have a special design workout to help you exercise the demons of 2019 and whatever awful stuff you put in your body on New Year's Eve. We'll get it out, I promise. We got you. I got you. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, other than that, that's all we have for yep. today. Thank you guys all so much. Uh, all of you who have joined to watch us talk about how to lift snow properly. Don't lift with your back. Yeah. Don't um, have a heart attack. Get yeah, into the gym don't beforehand. Have a heart attack. Uh, and if you guys have not gotten off the couch up until this point and the snow's coming, take it in the tiny chunks. Little bits, little bits, and then come into the gym. Yeah. Okay? Go to the gym. Go to That'll the gym. help. There you go. All right, guys. That's all we got. We'll see you next week.